0: Tour. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well now, we're going to bring you Blue Ribbon Town, a series that was hosted by Groucho Marx and sponsored by Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer, who was one of the great uh, radio sponsors of the golden age of radio. Be sure to listen to the song at the end. Here now, from February 5th of 1944, is the episode Milwaukee 100 Years Ago.
1: Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in celebration of Pabst's 100th anniversary, Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer presents Blue Ribbon Town, starring Groucho Marx, with his glamorous guest, the 20th Century Fox star Gene Tierney. With lovely Dean Kearney joining us in our war, bond, and service camp tour, we have a trainload of good fun and music aboard the Blue Ribbon Town special tonight. Waiting to be paged are Faye McKenzie, Leo Gorcy, Bill Days, Robert Armbruster, and his Blue Ribbon Blenders, yours truly, Derwood Kirby, and here, seated in the Pullman, admiring the scenery, is our persnickety passenger, Groucho Marx. <laughs>
2: i we're taking this trip. I love trains.
3: Me too, Faye. You know, we're pretty lucky with trains as crowded as they are these days. I'm surprised we got as much space as we did.
2: So am I. But really, Groucho, I
4: haven't minded it at all. Holding you on my lap for two days. Was that your lap I was sitting on? Of course.
3: I thought it was strange that a Pullman chair would have its legs crossed.
4: <laughs> Groucho, do you suppose you could get up for a while and let me stretch my legs?
3: Uh, I'd love to, Faye, but I can't. Why not? There's someone sitting on my lap. <laughs>
5: Mr. Marks, that sounds
3: like Bill Days. How are you doing up there, Bill?
5: Oh, all right.
3: Something on a baggage rack is not the same as an upper bird. <laughs> well, what's wrong with it? Ben him? yells at his wife for not packing his pajamas.
2: <laughs> oh, Groucho, look. There's Lake Michigan. Mark's choppy today. See all the white caps?
3: Yes, isn't it wonderful? You get near the place where they make Taps beer, and even the lake has a head on it.
5: Hey, Groucho, look at the crowd of servicemen at the other end of the car. I wonder what's happening. They're
3: probably getting Jean Taney's autograph. I certainly made no mistake when I invited her to be our guest on this trip. Here comes the little darling up the aisle now. Neighbors, here she is, that gorgeous glamour girl from 20th Century Fox who appeals to every 20th Century Wolf.
2: Jean Jean Taney! Hello, Groucho. Hello, everybody.
3: Where have you been, Jean?
2: I just got back from the dining car. Oh, I had the most wonderful dinner.
3: You got in the dining car? I've been trying to get in there for two days.
2: Groucho, you mean you haven't been able to get any food since we left Hollywood? How could
3: I? The dining car is so crowded that a fellow tripped on his way in yesterday, and he had to wait two hours to fall down. (laughs) Before he could get up, they threw a tablecloth over him and set four places on his back. (laughs) Ah, but I don't care. Instead of eating, I'll just look at you and feast my eyes.
2: Oh, Groucho, you're so sweet.
3: Yes, and I'm still hungry.
2: You know, I think this trip was a swell idea, Groucho. I'm going to love entertaining the boys at the Naval Training Station, the Army camps, and doing the Bond Rally at Topeka.
3: And don't forget our little join up in Milwaukee. I'm really going to enjoy helping the Paps people celebrate their 100th anniversary.
2: That's certainly nice of you, Groucho. Maybe in a few years, they'll do the same for you.
3: Say, Groucho. Bobby Ambruster, what's on your musical mind? Groucho, I don't want to complain, but I hope I can get better accommodations on the way back. But, Bobby, I got you a whole compartment. Well, don't you think that one compartment is kind of small for 24 musicians? (laughs) Not if you don't play any big numbers. But, Groucho, every time we rehearse, the slide trombone player knocks out the fiddle section. Well, if you opened up a window, we could slide his trombone out that way. We tried that yesterday. Well, what happened? His trombone picked up every mailbag between Albuquerque and Wichita.
4: <laughs> hey, Moxie! Moxie, where are you?
3: Well, well, if it isn't Paps' bad boy, Leo Gorsi.
4: Hey, Moxie, what do you hear from the engineer? Just
3: a uh, choo-choo, baby.
4: <laughs>
3: Did you want to talk with
4: me, Leo? Nah, I don't want to converse with you. I must be put to decline my conversation to our glorious, luscious... And future's guest, Jean Tunney.
3: In this corner, Jean Tunney. Gorsey, this is Jean Taney. She's no boxer.
4: That's what you think. The dame's a knockout. Oh, thank you, Mr. Gorsey. And I also want to thank you for getting
2: me into the dining car.
4: Don't mention it, fair lady. Your wishes might my demand.
3: Listen, my crude Casanova, just how did you manage to get into that crowded dining car?
4: That was easy. Nothing to it. I just told him the conductor was my old man. And I'm very
2: grateful to you, Mr. Gorsi, for seeing that my luggage was handled so carefully.
4: There was nothing. Nothing at all. I did that the same way. Just told him the conductor was my old man. Hey, that's a good trick, Dorsey. Whatever made you think of that? The conductor is my old man.
3: Happy anniversary to you, 100th anniversary, it's true. Happy anniversary, dear Paptist. Happy anniversary to you, (laughs) 033.
1: Oh, thanks for the song, Groucho. That was just in the right spirit. After all, we don't want to get too serious at our 100th anniversary celebration here at Milwaukee. It'll be a long, long time before our next 100-year party. But there's one thing we do think we ought to say. For a full century, our company has grown and prospered. Because we've always brewed and sold quality beers. Beers that were honestly made. Beers that were honestly sold. Premium beers that have made fast and loyal friends all over the world. Today you enjoy the best beer that all our hundred years of brewing skill can produce. Pabst Blue Ribbon, a delicious blend of 33 fine brews with the smooth, satisfying flavor that only full flavor blending can achieve. And now, as we enter our second hundred years, we want to reaffirm our pledge and our promise. That whenever you buy Pabst Blue Ribbon beer, wherever you buy it, it will continue to be the finest beer we know how to make. Rich and smooth and mellow. A master blend of fine ingredients and a century of skill. A beer to order with confidence and serve with pride. That is Pabst Blue Ribbon. Well, friends, the trip to Milwaukee speeds on as Faye McKenzie and the Blue Ribbon blenders make their way aboard the Surrey with a fringe on top from Oklahoma.
2: Chicks and ducks and geese that a furry when you
4: take me out in the surrey, when you take me out in the surrey with the
5: fringe on top. On the bridge, let the surrey, when we on nosy folks will keep you their shutters and their eyes will fall. The roof
4: wheels are yellow, the upholstery's brown, the dashboard's genuine leather. With eyes and glass curtains, you can roll right down in case there's a change in the
2: weather.
4: Two bright side lights, winkin' and blinkin', ain't no finer rig I'm a-thinkin'. You can keep your rig if you're thinking that i that kind of with a pin on the top. Come along, come along, better hurry. Come along, not a
3: care, not a worry. Where to take you in the surrey? With the friend on top. Well, let's, uh, let's let's get out, folks. Here's our hotel. Come on, let's go inside. <laughs> I'm cold. You know, Gene, the thermometer is. Is it 10 below?
2: Oh, I love cold weather. I'm not even cold at 20.
3: I wasn't cold when I was 20 either.
2: But Groucho, I don't see how you can be cold. You don't even have goose flesh. Of
3: course I don't have goose flesh. I'm so cold the geese flew south for the winter. You should have brought along some warmer clothing, Groucho. Warmer clothing? I brought uh, seven suits of long woolen underwear. Seven suits of long underwear? Yes, but I don't like them. They're creeping up on me. Well, why don't you pull them down? I would, but I don't know which of the seven is creeping up. I think it's number four on the Itch Parade.
2: Oh, Groucho.
3: Oh, well, scratch it. It's good either way.
2: (laughs) Oh, Groucho, you're always joking. Don't you care seriously about anything?
3: Yes, Eugene. No one but Eugene. Eugene, I could have sworn I was talking to a girl. (laughs) Well, let's go into the hotel. The manager's waiting to greet us. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm the manager of the hotel. Glad to see you, Mr. Marks. All your rooms are ready. That is, they would be if we had any rooms. But never mind. We'll find some place for you. Have a nice trip. Well, I had Glad a first... you did, glad you did. But everybody seems to have a nice trip when they take a trip, especially if it's a nice one. <laughs> That's what I always say. Isn't that what you always say? Not always. Sometimes I... Yes, g- but isn't that just another way of saying the same thing? <laughs> oh, my. That's Jean Tierney, the movie star, with you, isn't it? My, she's beautiful. Wish my wife looked like that. She doesn't, though. The old battle axe has a profile you could chop wood with.
5: <laughs> well, a room clerk Curries will take the care our of audience.
3: The <laughs> room clerk will take care of you. I want you to know it's been a pleasure to listen to you two and all your Hollywood gossip. Goodbye. At the speed he talks, I'll bet his mother was frightened by a tongue sandwich. <laughs> well, there's the room clerk. I'll talk to
1: him. Excuse me, my name is uh, Mark, Groucho Mark. Oh, that's all right. You don't have to apologize. We can't all be lucky. <laughs> uh, you have some reservations for me, I hope? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, here are the keys for you and your party. Thank you. Oh, uh, pardon me, miss, but uh, aren't you Jean Tierney, the movie star?
2: Yes, I'm a picture. Oh,
1: gee, you're one of my favorites. I... I'm going to give you an extra special room.
2: Oh, that's very kind of
1: you. Yes, that's very kind of you. You know, I happen to be in pictures. We're sure, honored I... to have you with us, Miss Tierney. You know, I'm going to give you the best room in the hotel. In fact, I'm seriously thinking of giving you the hotel.
2: Thank you so very much.
1: I said my name was Marks, Groucho Marks. You've probably seen that's me in all the. All right, just lie there in the corner. You know, Miss Tierney.
5: <laughs>
1: you know, Miss Tierney, I. Any particular corner? I've always wanted to meet you, Miss Tierney. You're my idea of a perfect cover girl. Oh, Groucho, are you a cover girl? Yes,
3: I am. How can you be a cover girl, Groucho? Well, every time a girl sees me, she runs for cover. (laughs)
5: Ha-ha! Oh,
3: Groucho, you get on my nerves. No, you get on my nerves. You've got the (laughs) stepladder.
2: Well, Groucho, I think I'll go to my room. I'll see you later.
3: See, uh, see me later? Why, Jean, are you asking me to, uh, call on you?
2: If I ask, would you accept? I'll accept. Then I'm not asking.
3: You know, now it's plenty below
4: Hiya, Moxie Hiya, Jeannie Hiya,
3: hiya Well, here I
4: am Don't worry about a thing All ready to take you to dinner I just went downstairs in the dining room And I got everything all deranged Well,
3: I couldn't think of a better man for the job
4: Thank you, Leo I'll be down in just a few minutes Hey, Moxie You ought to see the swell rooms I got
3: I'm in a bridal suit You mean the bridal suite Sweet. You're kind of cute yourself. Say, wait a minute, It With room so hard to get, how did you ever rate the bridal suite?
4: Yeah, it was easy. I just told him the manager of the
3: hotel was my old man. Gorsi, I don't understand this. You got all that service in the train because you said your father was the conductor. Now you tell me your father's the manager of the hotel. Can I help it if my
4: old man can't hold a job? <laughs>
3: Baby, have you seen anything about tenor Bill Days? Is he still in his
6: room? Uh, no, Grant, to are. eyes, that to me is what your eyes are. Soft as stars in April skies are. Tell me someday you'll fulfill their promise of a thrill. I flashing eyes in which my hope shines. Let me show you where my heart lies. Let me prove that it adores that loveliness of yours. All my life I fell content to start is
5: at the
6: sky. Now I own what in you When if ever will my lips know If it's me for whom those eyes glow Makes no difference where you are, your eyes still hold my wishing star, oh star.
3: Gene, that sentimental song brings back such memories.
2: Memories, Groucho?
3: Yes, memories. You know, Gene, it was just 100 years ago that Pabst got started as a little brewery on the hill here in Milwaukee.
2: A hundred years ago? Were you there, Groucho?
3: What do you think I am, a century plant?
2: (laughs) Ah, I was only teasing. I bet Milwaukee in those days was quite a rough and tumble town.
3: Yes, in 1844, Milwaukee was a typical pioneer outpost. Defending itself from Indian raids and living by the code of the six-shooter.
2: Sounds terribly exciting.
3: It was. Well, just the thought of it brings out the fighting pioneer blood in me. Oh, give me a horse and a rifle. Preferably a horse who knows how to shoot a rifle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a horse and rifle. Somehow I can't picture you with either one.
3: Is that so? Well, I used to spend two hours every day in the saddle. Then one day a terrible thing happened.
2: What's
5: that?
3: Somebody put a horse under it.
5: <laughs>
3: oh, just thinking about Milwaukee a hundred years ago excites me. You know, I come from pioneer stock.
2: I never knew that, Groucho. Oh,
3: yes. I was born in a log cabin with a red roof. Medical history proves that I was the only baby ever to be born with a red roof. <laughs> but I was meant for those good old pioneer days of Milwaukee, where men were men and women were women. I guess they're pretty much the same today.
2: Groucho, what's that dreamy look that suddenly come over you?
3: Ah, Jean, I can just see myself living in the Milwaukee of a 100 years ago. A brave young pioneer making his way...
5: Fighting,
1: living, loving. Milwaukee, 100 years ago. A sprawling, dusty pioneer town. And out of the west comes a man, riding, riding, riding. A man who is the rootinest, tootinest, shootinest pioneer that ever fell off a horse. G. Boone Marks. And spying a beautiful Indian girl, he draws his horse to a stop. And with a grim look of determination on his face asks the one question that has been on his mind for months. The one question that may well end his 200-mile journey by horseback.
3: Excuse me, Indian girl, but do you know where I could buy a box of Kleenex?
2: How, stranger? How, stranger?
3: I don't know how. That's why I'm asking you.
2: (laughs) You don't understand. White man, how mean hello in Indian language? What's that, white man?
3: That means hello in any man's language. <laughs> well, let me introduce myself. I'm G. Boone Marks, the roughest, toughest pioneer in these year parts. What's your name, Indian gal?
2: Me called Sunset in the Evening.
3: Is that so? I knew your father, Bromaceltzer, in the morning.
2: <laughs> Please do not make fun of me. Me, a Blackfoot Indian.
3: Well, you wouldn't have that trouble if you wore shoes.
2: Oh, you no know, understand, Blackfoot very rich Indian tribe. Me have hundreds and hundreds of fine cows.
3: Yes, you also have a couple of mighty fine calves. <laughs> That's the wrong dress for that joke. Yes, you're a.
5: <laughs> yes,
3: you're a mighty party Indian gal, Indian gal. Stick around, I'll see you later. I gotta go in the hotel here yeah, and freshen up.
2: Be careful, stranger. Hotel have many tough men. No like strangers.
3: Is that so? Then I'll go in a shootin'. Here I go. Careful, thar, stranger. You just grazed my head. I said careful, thar. You just grazed my head again. Say, hey, I think I'll bring my horse over. Your head makes mighty fine
6: grazing.
5: <laughs> You're a
6: getting too gay, stranger. That ain't a healthy for dudes like you in Milwaukee.
3: Shucks, I don't have to worry. I'm the best shot in Milwaukee. You are? Yeah, I'm the only man in town who can shoot the yolk out of a new-laid egg without disturbing the hen. Some yolk, eh, kid? I say, there. would you care for a glass of beer? Must be English ale. Why, thanks. Uh, why, thanks, partner, but how come you're giving out free beer? I just started a brewery, the Peps Brewery. And I want people to get to know my beer. I make it myself. Down the street in that building with the flat roof. Flat roof? The only building I see has a big round dome on it. Oh, Dawn, I put too much yeast in my beer again. <laughs>
5: oh. <laughs> Na- neighbors,
3: the founder of Pat's really wasn't an Englishman. That's the only dialect Arm Brewster can do.
5: <laughs>
3: and there's nothing Arm Brewster won't do for an extra three bucks.
2: Stranger. I wait for you outside, but you don't come. Don't you like Indian girl?
3: Like you? Well, I'm plumb crazy about you, Indian girl. Marry me.
2: Me don't know whether me should marry with you. Me always man- wanted man who look him heap strong, heap handsome.
3: Well, don't I look heap strong, heap handsome?
2: No. You just look him like he. <laughs> oh, I say. I just gave your horse a sample of my beer, and
3: he loved it. Pardon are you plum loco. You can't give beer to a horse. Why not? He's off the wagon. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well,
3: I guess that wagon must have been a schooner. Injun gal, I love you. I'm mad about you, my little prairie flower.
2: Me like him, you too, mustache man. You want him, kiss him, engine
5: girl?
3: Reckon I do want him. Pucker up, my little
5: engine.
3: I'll collect later.
5: Oh,
2: me like him, that. Kiss him some more. Kiss him, kiss him, little
5: engine.
3: Hmm, sounds like my engine's getting overheated. I hope I don't lose track of her.
2: Indian girl like you, want to marry with you, be your squaw.
3: Yeah, and we'll have a lot of, uh, But, Uh, for, 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 uh, for, uh, uh, oh, never mind, we'll raise pigs. <laughs> ah, I love you, Indian girl. Kiss me some more.
2: Wait a minute. Look em who's coming down the street.
3: Streetom? That's in Illinois. This is Wisconsin.
2: It is my boyfriend, Black Louis. He is most bad man in Milwaukee. He kill everyone who makes
4: friends with me. Hey, uh, get away from that engine, girl, or I'll plug you. Hold on there. I'm G. Boone Marks. I'm a mighty tough hombre. Yeah, I'm Black Leo. I'm a mighty tough hamburger myself. Listen, Black Leo. (laughs)
5: What'd
3: you do, put mustard on the hamburger? Some Black Leo, or Louie, whatever your name is. I love this year gal, too. Let's talk it over, man to man. Here, have a smoke.
4: Thanks. Match. Nah, no sissy. I like my smokes with my gun. Aren't you afraid you'll shoot your nose off? Nah, not me. <laughs> oh, well, things didn't smell any too good around here anyway. <laughs> Say, uh, would you
3: like another glass of my beer? Well, it's, it's great beer, partner, but not now. There's trouble a brewing.
4: In that case, I must be off. Well, ha-ha, pip-pip, cheerio, and number 10, Downing Street. <laughs> not
3: Downing Street, Downing Beer, isn't
4: it? Look here, Jeep. <laughs> Look here, Jeep, Boone Marks. Nobody takes a girl away from Black Leo without getting massacred. At the last gunfight I was in, I got my man and put the hand and the foot with one bullet. Now, how could you do that? He was putting his socks on at the time.
2: <laughs> Please do not fight over me. Indian girl does not want man to die because of
4: her. They don't care. I'm a shooting.
2: And well,
5: I am a shooting. No, no. Stop, stop. Don't
3: try to stop us, Indian girl. We're a shooting. Well, so go ahead and shoot. Okay, I'm a shooting two bucks. I got your covered. And I... <laughs>
5: Yes,
4: and I got you covered.
5: Well, what about Indian girls? You got
4: a blanket. Go cover yourself.
1: <laughs> before we get together on a song, I'd like to remind all our neighbors that there are just two days left before the close of the $50,000 Pabst Post-War Employment Award competition. As many of you know, the Pabst Awards have been established. It is observance of the 100th anniversary of the founding of our business, which we are celebrating tonight. And they are offered for the best and most practical plans for solving the broad problems of post-war employment in the United States. Thousands of entries have already been received, and additional contestants all over the country are putting the finishing touches on their manuscripts before mailing them to the awards committee. All entries must be postmarked not later than midnight on February 7th, the day after tomorrow, and must comply with the official rules by which all contestants will be bound. And so... To all those contestants who have already sent in their post-war employment plans, and to those whose entries will be sent in before the contest deadline, our sincere thanks for helping us in our endeavor to make a real and permanent contribution toward a better post-war America through the PAPS Post-War Employment Award. Well, getting back to Blue Ribbon Town, a couple of months ago we introduced an original song on this program which our neighbors showered with praise. And we're very happy to tell you that the song is just being published, and our entire gang is standing by to sing it for you now. If the
3: waiter in a cafe doesn't bring a thing you order, don't forget there's a war going on. If your wife he rents the guest room to a most unwelcome border, don't forget there's a war going on. If your favorite manicurist just has time to do one hand, and whenever you buy spinach, they keep putting in more sand, and the streetcars are so crowded. Even men are forced to stand.
0: Don't forget forget
3: there's a war going on. If you're slightly short of gasoline and can't go very far, don't forget
5: there's a war going on.
3: And you're paying now for herring, what you paid for caviar, don't forget there's
5: a war going on.
3: If all the girls with whom you used to bill and coo and pet have joined the spas, the wax and waves, and so the one you get was chosen Miss America when General Grant... With was a cadet. Don't forget
5: there's a war going on.
3: If you're beefing at conditions and you feel inclined to hoard, don't forget there's a war going on. And you made a few false statements to the local racing board, don't forget there's a war
5: going on.
3: As our boys go off to foreign lands to fight courageously, let's
5: keep helping them release
2: nations from the bonds of
6: slavery. Keep on buying bonds for freedom till the final victory. The death, don't be
3: back. Keep on backing the attack. Don't forget, don't forget and the war.
2: So, isn't it nice to be back in 1944? Well, engine girl, I kind
3: of wish we'd have stayed in 1844 a little longer. Longer? Yes, at least until after March 15th. There were no income tax blanks to try to figure out in them bar days.
2: <laughs> well, it's been a lot of fun helping you celebrate Paps' 100th anniversary, Groucho. I
3: enjoyed having you, Jean, and don't forget you're going to be with us at Fort Sheridan.
2: Oh, I won't forget, and I'm looking forward to it, and too. And you're also
3: going to be with us when we broadcast from Peoria next Saturday in celebration of Paps' 100th anniversary
2: so. Didn't we just finish celebrating Papsworth 100th anniversary?
3: Uh, not quite. You see, 100th anniversary means you keep celebrating for 100 years.
2: Oh. Well, in that case, I'd better go home now and get some beauty sleep. I don't want people telling me I look like an old hag in 2044.
3: Uh, There's not much chance, sir, Jeannie, my Queenie. Good night, neighbors, and good night, everybody.
2: Good night.
1: So don't forget, next week, Groucho, Marx and Company's lovely Gene Tierney, again as our guest, will be coming at you from Peoria, Illinois. So help us celebrate, and come on down.
0: Welcome back. I love the song, and uh nice an adaptation of Groucho's style to wartime. And there were a few funny bits in there, but uh, to be honest, I think this format was not really all that good for Groucho. Uh, this was a format very natural for someone like Jack Benny or Eddie Cantor uh, or Bob Hope to do. Uh, but this the scripted variety show, yeah, I don't think was ever his uh, strong point. And, uh, of course, in the post-war era, he would really find his place on radio and then eventually television with You Bet Your Life. That will do it for today. If you uh, have a comment, email me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. I welcome your story or that of loved ones who served during World War II. Ken Curlin provides our opening theme music, com. I am your host, Adam Graham. This uh, series is provided as a service of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, greatdetectives.net.